0: You're listening to Tech Talk Central. Within the scope of the eHealth Forum held in Athens between 3rd and 4th of December 2015, we asked a few prominent eHealth stakeholders on policies and strategies regarding interoperability frameworks, national health strategies, and the digital single market, amongst other things. Catherine Horonaki, Secretary General at HL7's National Foundation, Response to what interoperability means for us as patients, how communication between stakeholders can help in achieving it, and why standards are crucial in connecting health data from across platforms and mediums.
1: My name is Catherine Kronaiki. I'm the Secretary General for the Eight of Seven Foundation in Brussels. And uh, 807 is uh, one of the biggest uh, standard developing organization in healthcare with the vision to, uh, to contribute to our society a world or the transition to a world in which everyone can securely access and use the right health data when and where they need it. Mm-hmm. So it's it's about it's about the human. Uh, it's It's about us, right? Mm-hmm. and And then how do you do that? That's where the mission goes. and hl seven empowers global health data interoperability mm-hmm. by developing standards and enabling their adoption and implementation. Our work in Europe predominantly has to do with uh, clustering all the requirements from the European space. And reflecting them to the international because we firmly believe that standards for healthcare IT should be international. So there are a lot of things that are changing in our society because of the information, because of the data that are pouring in from different places Mm -hmm. and you may have heard in many uh, different fora the idea that uh, data is the new currency. Yeah. yeah. right. So together with data that are pouring in, we also have a very fast paced world. Mm-hmm. So we need things happening yesterday. Yeah. True. And and several uh, facets of our life uh, which were more how would I say deliberate in their activities now need to deliver fast. To serve innovation, to serve uh, um, uh, to, to serve us, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, if you look at new companies and startups, you see a lot of activity around the, the just-in-time thing,
0: right?
1: <laughs> yes, the so-called e uh, mm-hmm. from from the service with taxes, mm-hmm. and, and and the question when you look at interoperability and, and standards is how do you achieve that? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, that's, that's one part. The other part, besides data, is the fact that information technology has been in every part of our life. True. We have grown up to think that health is special. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we have these uh, economic aspects which say, you know, we, we should push a little bit of the responsibility of, uh, of health to, to the individuals probably because of the aging of the population, the raising the chronic diseases and, and the need to empower people through information technology to take better care of themselves. So while in, in the past we had care actually controlled by hospitals, yeah. now we move to a situation where care has to be controlled by by different organizations, right? Mm-hmm. And and we have the human being in the center. So there are a lot of tensions. There are organizational tensions about um, uh, things like fee for service, where you had the ability of the hospital to cure, right? You you get people in the hospital. Uh, with the problem, you get them out healthy, mm-hmm. and and there would be a cost associated with that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was the old model, with, which affects most of the health systems around us, and also controls interoperability in essence, mm-hmm. because the idea is how you transfer one human from one organization to another, right? Yes, yes, the so that data the imply. Th- that would be, imply communication of the data from one organization to the other. So mm-hmm. that's one thing. But now you have chronic diseases, right? So are they healthcare? Who is responsible for managing that? Is the general practitioner? Mm-hmm. Should the general practitioner be the hub that has all the information from all the different specialists, or should it be um, something else?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: what is the responsibility of the community? So we we hear things like healthy communities. Right. Yeah. Uh, being more and more in the forefront. So things are changing and, and where the power was, you know, with, with the physicians and the big hospitals. Now it, it it kind of shifts away.
0: I think um, to interrupt you, I think also uh, governments are more interested and in local uh, municipalities about their people, because we're all aging, and um, they're interested in a well-being. So that probably is one of the reasons there's a big shift on who is the main, um, who does it involve? It used to be, as you say, the hospitals, but now I think it's everybody, the politicians, everybody's interested. So maybe that's why we have a lot of interested partners and we have a lot of uh, tensions, as you mentioned.
1: Yes. And, and, and then who is responsible for interoperability? Because that was the core of the question mm-hmm. that you asked. The, uh, for instance, uh, you can think of cars that take care of the people that are driving them, right? Smart mm-hmm. cars. Mm-hmm. You can think of houses that are uh, co- kind of sensing your needs, right? And your status. True. Yes. Uh, so, so then, uh, you know, new stakeholders come into the picture, uh, telecom operators have a bigger stake in the, the business than they used to have uh, before right mm-hmm. so so there are a lot of funds that are happening and and then the last but I think not least is that usually social care was the responsibility of the municipality or, or you know like the state right traditional. Traditionally, so mm-hmm. it was typically under the Department of Interior, mm-hmm. right? or whatever the name of that is in the different governments. And then you had healthcare, which was part of um, of the healthcare ministry, right? Mm-hmm. So you have two different departments with different budgets, and and that's you know that's a lot <laughs> of tension there. It is important to talk. Mm-hmm. In the standards world, we say that uh, standards measure our uh, our capacity to understand each other.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? True. It's, it's, it's like the plug, you know, mm-hmm. if the plug works, we are fine. Maybe sometimes we need an adapter, that's fine as well, as long as in the end we have power, we connect, right?
0: But should it be European Interoperability Framework or should it be some other framework or HO7s framework, for example.
1: So um, who, should, who uh, should implement it? One, one of the things that are important and are happening as we speak. Uh, is uh, is that uh, we have adopted uh, several of the IHC, um profiles mm-hmm. that involve eight of seven so mm-hmm. we moved from the setting of really adopting only formal standards like ISO or sen to a place where standard setting which are more, much more fast-paced and much more reactive to the industry and the needs mm-hmm. because they are more flexible and and um, uh, and of course international, to, uh, to, ha- to have a role there and, and to be able to uh, deliver uh, more quickly what uh, we need. Um, but, but back to your question or whether the government should implement the interoperability framework, I think it's pretty generic at the moment, but it is a framework. It is a framework to carry discussions mm-hmm. and to share. Okay. So maybe I can repeat that, but, uh, because I, I, I kind of mixed uh, different things in my discussion. But what I wanted to say is that it is very important to have a framework. This framework we shift because there are tensions that are happening, but it's a framework that allows communication and exchange of use and best practices. I don't think we can get it right the first time. But it is important to stay in the game and try to improve and adjust and and fit the needs um, uh, of the population. It is challenging. Uh, It it requires a lot of communication and exchange. And I will give you an example, a very interesting example. I was in a panel uh, just a couple of days ago in Zagreb. And, and I asked um, uh, the people there uh, what they felt was most important, the data models, agreeing on the data models, on the content or the interface. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of discussions there. And, um, and then they asked me, what do you think is most important yourself? And uh, I said, I think it's very important that we have an interface. Mm-hmm. Because if we have an interface, we have committed to communication. And when you are committed to communication, then you will start working on the data model. Okay. And actually there is a duality there between the interface and the data model
0: Mm -hmm. because
1: both of them need to evolve as we communicate and we try to make the communication more deep more elaborate more uh more meaningful
0: you're listening to tech talk central